This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Denman, and this episode of Drink of Ages is sponsored by Rar and Sons Dadgum IPA. It's a 6.6 IPA charged with citra, lemon drop hops, fresh cut pine, live with bitterness with intense fruit flavors and aromas. Dadgum IPA joins their year-round lineup and can be found in 12-ounce or on draft. Get them in cans. So go out there and look for some of that Dadgum IPA. Well, this week's show... This week's show is a good one because uh, we finally broke away from the brewery for a little while. I took a little vacation and decided to hit the sunny state of Florida. So now we're hanging out at Panama City Beach. Um, for one, it's just one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Uh, white sand, turquoise waters. But we also found a good place to drink some beer. And so that's where we are now. We are hanging out with Mike Delph over at Naval Brewing Company. How's it going? going good man how are you i'm doing well doing well you know it's it's a it's a fun show to do because you do get to travel around you get to try a bunch of different places and different breweries and when uh this place popped up on the radar and i was like man we need to come check it out you guys are right across the street from the beach so not a bad place to have a brewery first of all nope uh, first let me welcome you to both panama city beach and the vol brewing and you're right um, we actually brew right here in the heart of the sand. What is it, 150 yards across the street to the beach? That's not a bad gig, man. No, no, not not at all. And yeah, Florida is kind of known for making really good IPAs. And the first one I started off with was a scuba IPA, and that was really tasty. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, let's talk a little bit about the name for our scuba IPA. Um, here in the in the heart of the sand on the Gulf of Mexico, we also have a Navy dive center here. But guess what? That's not where the name came from. Played a little game of Scrabble with all the first letter of the hops that are in this beer. And uh, scuba is what uh, we threw against the wall and it stuck. And this probably makes more sense than a lot of other words that could have been made. And a lot of them non-words. Uh, yeah, some really bad acronyms, I'm sure. Could have come from that. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a nice, that was a very nice IPA, 6.3%. So. 6.3, and uh, kind of our secret uh, secret ingredient in that is we blast it with Sriracha Ace hops. Not everybody's using those, but uh, we got a bunch of them tied up, so we're hitting that one really hard with the Sriracha Aces. Yeah, the, we were down in Miami earlier this last year. Um, went to a couple of places down there, and there were there were some some decent brews. But what I found down in that area was there's more like better places to go drink beer. That like not so much the breweries in the area because there weren't weren't as many in South Florida. South Florida. Wow, there's kind of been an explosion over in the Tampa area. Uh, yeah, Tampa. On the other hand, we were there last Miami. summer, and yeah, Tampa. I did last summer. We did a show from Cigar City. Which was funny because I was talking with their head brewer, 
And one of the questions I asked him was, hey, when are we going to see some Cigar City in Texas? And he was like, oh, man, no, I'm really not sure. Uh, you know, so it kind of went, it dodged now, some you? questions. <laughs> yes. And then right after that, it's like, oh, okay, Cigar City's in Oscar Blues and all this other stuff. Oscar Blues putting the brewery in Austin. And now in the back of the Cigar City cans, brewed by Oscar Blues in North Carolina for Cigar City, Florida. Sad day. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's happening everywhere right now, unfortunately, because that, that was one of those uh, classic beers, a highlight is what was always great to bring back to Texas. Yeah. You know, um, we, we get a lot of highlight in this part of the state. It's great beer. Um, I still enjoy drinking it. I hope it stays the same. Well, you know, since I only get it like once a year, I had some at the hotel and they had it on draft, which was kind of surprising. But then I thought, well, maybe not anymore. But, <laughs> and, but it, it was it was really tasty. I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was good. That's what I remembered. But now you can also go down to to the brewery in uh, Tampa, and you know they brew Dale's Pale Ale down there too. So oh, well, yeah, the, you know it goes both ways. It does. It does. One of the interesting things that happened in Texas lately that hopefully no one else ever sees was. Yeah, Oscar Blues built their multi-million dollar facility in Austin and yeah, to hopes of brewing Cigar City beers and other beers over there. And one of the things that the law just recently passed is breweries that brew over 200, whose parent company brews over 200 and some odd thousand barrels, has to pay a distributor to have their beer in the tap rooms. I just, I just read something about that here in the last few weeks. I found yep. that interesting because of a couple of the big uh, larger brewing companies that are building these big facilities in, yeah. in Texas. Yeah, that's just kind of kind of strange little situation going on. But, yeah, when, when you look at uh, laws that are across the country, Texas has some weird ones. Florida's got a couple strange ones, but you guys still seem to be a lot more brewer-friendly. Um, everything has to go through distribution but the stuff that we sell in our tap room i mean the restaurant across the way right here he can't come by kegs for me he gets it through distribution has to go out the back door into their warehouse and then to them and then then back yeah. right about yep. 20 feet away yep and inside but you guys are able to fill growlers and yep. we do growlers right now uh we actually can sell package package products out of our tap room so when we get in cans will be available in cans here before too much longer and and uh, florida's friendly for that kind of stuff yeah, that's a good state uh, we spend a lot of time in this area just for one I mean, the beaches are amazing and i don't know if you know this about me but you know i tan very well and so when i come down <laughs> i don't tan very well <laughs> i can say it on the radio because nobody's <laughs> looking at me but those that know me know that i do not i, I actually probably should buy stock and sunscreen in a sunscreen company just because I have to go through so much of it. But no, I love the beach, though, and the water here is just phenomenal. It's one of my favorite places to go on vacation. So we've come out to this area probably like the last 10 years every summer. Uh, we started off Pensacola, made our way to Destin, then to San Destin, and then now we're at Panama City. All right. So we're slowly making our way, which last summer we did go down to Tampa, but we went down to Anna Maria Island, and, which that was, that was mm -hmm. a whole different different vacation it's like a different, different world it really there. was as soon as you went over the bridge 
it was like time just absolutely it didn't slow yeah. down it stopped and and it's like man i just joined a hippie commune <laughs> it was great yeah i would say it looks like you might fit in there yeah i probably could yes yeah i mean it's, this is the first show that i think i've ever done in my swim trunks so you know i was getting pretty oh, casual around here but you guys have a you have a great brewery over here uh Nice little tap room, beautiful tap room, and seven barrel brew house. Which, how often do you find yourself brewing? Because right now you have how many beers on tap that you guys made? I have 16 on tap here right now. And to keep up with our uh, draft needs around town, we're brewing about three days a week here. That's um, not too bad. On our system, um, I have a little one barrel pilot system back there that I fool around with, do some experiments, some science fair projects, maybe you want, might want to call them on. Try and do that once or twice a week, too. So I brew pretty much every day. What do you have? you have anything on tap right now from from the little pilot system? Yeah. Um, the Pilsner that's on right now is a, a pilot test batch. Uh, the Wi-Fi password, double IPA. I do that all the time, just in small batches. Uh, the red IPA is a small batch test batch. Have a really neat one going back there right now, a rye IPA that is aging on some fresh cut cedar. Oh wow! That I took home and roasted on my charcoal grill for a while, and then I soaked it in rye whiskey and chunked it in the fermenter with it. So we'll be next week. It'll be ready. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess I'd stay longer. So <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, like I said, we were talking earlier. It is. It's. It's. You know, a lot of people that you meet really aren't from here from panama city but they are here now but we're going to take a quick break and i'm going to get me another beer i've worked my way through the scuba ipa which is really good the 98 roadside blonde which is very tasty blonde the donkey d amber is what i'm having now we'll talk a little bit about that one because you know it's just a fantastic name and i don't know maybe that wi-fi password double ipa nine percent might be next so everybody stay tuned grab a cold beer three bases beer back you were able to make it to get some of the Houston Hayes from Spindle Tap. It was delicious. Spindle Tap is making some badass beers. If you have not visited the tap room, the air-conditioned tap room, you're missing out. It's only 10 minutes north of downtown. Stop in for some brewery-only releases or grab a pint or three. The main lineup like Hop Gusher, and they also just redid Tool Pusher slightly so you get even more hops on the on the back end. Absolutely delicious beers. I love them. SpindleTapBrewery.com.
back. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show, and we're out here at Panama City Beach over at Naval Brewing Company, and we're talking with Mike Delft, the brewmaster over here. Uh, so, Mike, uh, yeah, I just threw down some Donkey D, you know, the last segment. Didn't really get into it all that much, but, yeah, I mean, that was, that was tasty. Uh, the Donkey D is actually our best seller. Um, it was kind of developed to be kind of, uh, I call it a gateway beer. Um, it's real easy drinking. Anybody can drink it. People who aren't even craft beer drinkers um, have a tendency to gravitate towards that. Made with all German malts, uh, German hops, make it real traditional, and then use a nice, clean ferment and American yeast on it to make it finish up real nice and clean and dry and spritzy. It definitely was. It had a, just a nice little sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. You know, the amber should have. Um, I'm looking All at the shirt nice right now. Malt. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, some chug on this Donkey D. I mean, that's a, I might have to go home with that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pun intended, I'm sure. You know, not at all. But, no, that was, that was, that was really tasty, man. So, gone through the Roadside Blonde which was very nice, and you were talking about the hops that you use in that one. Yep, our Roadside Blonde, you know, that's a real nice, again, 5.1% ABV, a real nice, light, easy-drinking beach beer, and the hops we use in that are all New Zealand hops. We use Wakatus and Motuikas for the hops in it. It gives it a nice, light taste, a little bit of bite, uh, easy-drinking. It's been real popular for us. Um, so this whole area is just such... just. For one, it's the highest concentrated area of go-kart riding places <laughs> in the history, in the world probably, which is great because I love riding go-karts. But there's just so many fun things to do if you want to do it or if you don't want to do anything. You can just sit and have a beer and just sit on the beach. Yep, and while you're sitting there at the beach, you can go, they'll come around and take your picture. You can get signed up to go ride the parasails. Yeah, you can go ride jet skis. There's a lot of things you can do. We can hook you up with a charter fishing boat, red snapper Great season Great fishing right now, yeah. yeah. So lots and lots and lots of things to do here. I, I hope that we're able to get out and do some fishing. We did a little bit of fishing at my buddy's house yet last night, but uh, no, to actually charter a boat to get out there and get some redfish. But the only problem is uh, once we do it, then we need to find somebody to cook it for us. Uh, I'm sure there's some places around. I can around. take care of those places for you, too. We have several places here around town that do what they call hook and cook. You go catch them, have them cleaned, and bring them in. Hook and, and cook. finish them up and cook them and serve your sides for you. Oh, man. Yeah, I need to, I need to get on that because it is some excellent fishing, especially right now. You know, go out there and catch some reds. It's uh, red snapper season. It's open on the weekends now, and uh, that's, that is our local money fish. I had some come to town black and red snapper last night. As a matter of fact, that was yeah. really good from one of the yeah. local restaurants here. And, yeah, I, w- I hope it was caught right out there in the Gulf. Probably. sure it was. But, I mean, there's just so many fun things to do over here. We, we try to make it out here. And I think, honestly, I think it really has been the last eight years we've made it somewhere over in this area because it's unlike, you know, you go to Galveston, which is the closest beach to us. And, I mean, it's been a, ten times nicer than it ever has my whole life. The water actually gets where you can see your feet in it, you know, if you're knee-deep. So, you know, it's getting better. It's getting cleaner. But you just don't have those white, sandy, powdery beaches like you have here. And and so when you come out here, you actually feel like you're, you're, you're sitting in a very, just a different area of the world. Yeah, you know, my wife and I have traveled all over the Caribbean looking for beaches and water prettier than ours. 
And guess what? We haven't found any yet, but that doesn't mean we're going to stop looking. No, you never stop looking. <laughs> never stop looking. Uh, this, but uh, have a brewery. And, yeah, because I always like, like where, where would I like to end up? You know, where, where would I like to end up in the world? Been to a lot of places that I like, a lot of fun things, but it's like, okay, where retirement and you know actually still making money because i'm probably never going to retire because i do a radio show about beer but <laughs> yeah just uh have, have go to to find a place and this this area this area could be it yeah this, you know this is a really it's a nice really no it's a great place to live um love living here gets a little busy around here in june and july in fact uh these two weeks around july 4th are the two busiest weeks of the year here traffic gets yeah, it's a little bit out of hand, but, um, you know, to put up with a couple weeks of uh, real busy traffic for the rest of the year is really worth it. And then, of course, the best time of year here is uh, after Labor Day through first part of November. It's always really, really nice here, and the crowds are gone, and the water's warm, and the sand's pretty. and got the whole beach to yourself. got it all to yourself. So you need to come back and visit us then, too. Yeah, well, I only got a few more years till the kids are out of high school, and then it'll open up the rest of the year for us. So right now it's like a summer vacation. You, know, you got to hit the summer summer yeah. destinations. And then the other thing you'll notice here is um, there's lots and lots and lots of restaurants, hardly any chain restaurants. That's true. They're all local, privately owned local eateries. It's uh, well, it's great because uh, we usually, you know, kind of look for rankings, you know, different mm-hmm. things. And and one of the things that I found scrolling through is all the local establishments are all ranked, you know, very highly. Yeah. And then all your Burger King and fast food places are ranked extremely <laughs> low. <laughs> it's just like, I don't think we're going to go by Taco Bell tonight because it's like a point two or something star. But yeah, but I mean... If uh, Mexican fare is what you're looking for, there's also some really good local places that you'll find with great ratings on those too. So one of the first places that we we went when we got into town because everybody was everybody was starving. We went over to uh, Skins, Fins, 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 yeah. not Skins, yeah, Fins. Fins. Yeah, went over there and had some fish tacos and quesadillas. Yep, Justin and his gang they're they're famous here for their fish tacos. That was uh, delicious. Lunchtime. You can't. Place is always always busy. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely phenomenal. So we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, gonna talk about this beer that I'm having now, the Stolen Orange Wit, and you know everybody's on this little juicy haze craze. This is a wit beer, but it is absolutely delicious. So we're gonna take another break, and we get back. We're gonna talk more with Mike Delf from Naval Brewing Company. Stay tuned. Go to pizzaalvino.com. Then once you're there, click on the receive newsletter and leave your email address. 
Your name will be selected in a drawing for a two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints to their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizza Vino. Also, Pizza Vino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strambolis. And speaking of strambolis, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak stromboli. Absolutely delicious. We are back, and I'm your host, John Dimon, and we are hanging out in Panama City, Florida. Uh, man, uh, actually, go go on to Facebook. If you tried the Roaring Suns Dadgum IPA, send me a message on Facebook on what you think about that beer. And if you haven't tried it, man, go out there and get you some, because it's pretty tasty stuff. But we're hanging out in Panama City, Florida, taking a little break from the pub. Getting out here, we're at Naval Brewery. Naval, yeah. I was, you see, when I first saw it, I want to say Naval, but then I was like, no, it's Naval. Naval Brewing Company. And uh, have you got where that comes from yet? I did, yes. Okay. Yeah, because it's loving backwards. That's it. That's pretty, pretty. Loving life, loving beer. Loving life, loving beer. Yeah, so Brewmaster Mike Delph is still hanging out with us. And Mike, man, you're, you're working like quadruple duty today. Yeah, you, you're cleaning kegs. Pouring people's beers, talking on the radio, and I'm sure there's probably like 10 other things that you have on the list to do today. No. No? <laughs> I'm going to have a beer later. That sounds like a, a better yeah, idea. I've a few kegs sanitized so I can fill some tomorrow, but uh, having a little fun on the bar today. I don't get to do this very often, so and I kind of like doing this. It's sort of fun getting out here with the, with the peeps. Yeah, yeah, and then actually getting some good feedback from mm-hmm. everybody on, on what the beer, what people think of it, and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I'll give you some feedback on this one, and this is the so- stolen orange wit that you that you made. It's a very nice beer as well. This one is juicy, it's tasty. Uh, it could I could have had this with my breakfast this morning. Yeah, and it's you know it's fun to make. The first time we made it, I don't know if you've uh, driven behind our building, but there's a apartment complex on the other side of that big tall wooden fence. And I don't know if you noticed the two orange trees back there, but the first time we made this, I did take a couple of five-gallon buckets and found my way into somebody's backyard over there and picked a couple buckets of oranges to make uh, this uh, legitimately named stolen, stolen orange, orange wit. wit. So this time we we bought our oranges from the food service company, but uh, yeah, yeah it's a little throwback uh, for a little yeah. homage to <laughs> the little late-night orange thieveries. No, broad daylight. I didn't no, broad daylight. No. Right. <laughs> yeah, we are in Florida. It's similar to Texas, yes. Yeah, probably a good thing. But no, this is a very nice beer. And and wood beers are one of the, probably the beer that I drink the least amount of. And But this this, this one goes down nicely because most, 
most wit beers are they just overdo the coriander, banana pills, bubble gum. And this one here is all the flavors are very subtle. Yeah. Yep, use this up. This is a real typical half and half two row malt, wheat malt. Um, the yeast in it's USO4, so it's real simple. It doesn't give you all those clovey and banana flavors. It's got some coriander in it and a bunch of oranges. And a bunch of oranges. Yeah. So you have a seven barrel brew house in there. Uh, and how many tanks do you have? Uh, we have five fermenters back there, uh, three 15 barrel fermenters that we double batch into, two sevens, and then we have a bright tank for each. What's the. What, what beer do you have here that sells more than any of them? Is it the Donkey D? Yeah, our best sellers are Donkey D Amber. Um, two reasons. Uh, number one, it's like I say, it's a gateway beer. Um, it's really tasty, and that's what we have the most tap handles around town of, uh, followed closely by our Scuba IPA. Um, right behind that is our Blonde, and then uh, last but not least is our uh, Vanilla Viper, the Vanilla Wafer Porter. It's really, really good, and it does great for us in the wintertime. Sells all summer long, but uh, it really shines in the wintertime. I'll be surprised if we don't win some awards with that one. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that one eventually. Uh, I kind of skipped it when I'm going down the list. I don't know if you <laughs> – I'm working my way through, and but I think before I'm done, I definitely want to try some of the Wi-Fi password, the double IPA 9%. And you had a funny story that I heard you tell one of the guests about that, yeah, the name for when we, Wi-Fi. Uh, when we first opened up, we had a, a menu board panel that said Netgear 58, which is our server. And right next to it, it said Wi-Fi password, double IPA. There was no price on it, no ABV on it, no anything like that on it. But every day, somebody came in and wanted some Wi-Fi. They want some of that double IPA. So I made one, and we, we named it Wi-Fi password. All worked out. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one because that, that's, that's about the ABV that I like to finish the show with. You know, something <laughs> 9% or above. And if that doesn't do it, that Belgian strong will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we may get to that one. But I think it's going to be... By the time we uh, wrap up the next couple segments, and the Storlin Stolen Orange Wit, then the Goza, I need to try that one, and the... Wi-Fi password, and then probably a growler of something to take home, which hopefully by that time the family comes back from the beach, and the wife, I'm sure she wants to try some of the strawberry that you made, because the strawberry and blackberry, mm-hmm. now is fresh fruit? Uh, it is fresh fruit. All, just, I don't, it's all fresh fruit, man. Yeah, just, so you uh, start with uh, yeah. your your blonde base, and then you were saying that you let that sit on the... Yep. The different let fruits. It, let it rest on these different fruits, and uh, it's fun making those things. They're a little different, and they all turn out to have a little different color, a little different aroma, a little different taste. So it's it's kind of fun to experiment with. Mike Duff, the brewmaster of Naval Brewery, brewing company here in Panama City, Panama City Beach, Panama, yeah, yeah, yeah. Panama City Beach, Florida. Yep. <laughs> Got to get that right, man. It's, uh, what did you do before you started doing this? Oh, this is my third career. Um, I spent some years uh, as a national sales manager and a plant manager for a large Fortune 500 company. I retired from that at a relatively young age. Uh, My wife and I did a motorcycle dealership for eight years, and that was kind of fun, too. And then we retired and came to the beach, and here I am again. Career number three, making some beer. (laughs) 
was uh, you had mentioned earlier that you know that you lived in Louisiana. Is that where the motor- motorcycle dealer was? No, no, no. no. Uh, I worked for a large aluminum company that had a plant there. Okay. All right. So you kind of just kind of moved all over the place. Yeah. Our motorcycle dealership was in South Georgia, and uh, what got us here to the beach was they do two motorcycle rallies a year here. And we came down for one of the real early Thunder on the Beach motorcycle rallies, and I had never been here before. Fell in love with the place. We had some rental property in Valdosta. I mentioned to my wife, I said, you know, we ought to sell a place or two up here and buy something at the beach. And she was on that like flies on poo. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, here we are. 16 years later, here we are full time. And I would imagine that some of the changes you've seen around here has been pretty drastic over the last 16 years. Yeah, man. When we first came here on Back Beach Road, I don't know if you've been back there where Home Depot and Lowe's is, all that, three lanes of traffic going each way. Well, there was nothing back there. Um, There were no home improvement stores. You had to go all the way into Panama City, into town to go to Lowe's or Home Depot. Pier Park wasn't even thought of yet. Um, It was... It was much quieter. Much, much quieter. It was a small beach town <laughs> yeah. back then. And then the spring breakers came. And now, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big destination for yeah. spring break for sure. Yeah. I'm sure those um, couple of weeks get pretty crazy. Actually, the Tourist Development Council here has done a really nice job of uh, promoting our area um, for family vacations. Uh, Destination Panama City is another local entity that is uh, advertising our area all over the country to bring folks in. And uh, they're doing a really nice job. We have some nice events, motorcycle rallies, car shows, horse shows, um, lots of ball tournaments. There's lots of families here all summer long. Big Little ball. League tournament just yeah. happened. Yep. Um, for the young ladies, there's some dance tournament or dance shows that go on here. There was a big one here last week for that. There's even an Arabian horse show here every fall. Yeah. Those, those, those are some big horses. Yeah. Really big horses. Of course, we have a jazz festival here. We have a big Labor Day weekend concert. So there's always something going on. Fourth of July here. weekend coming up. I'm sure it's going to be... Pretty oh, fun down you're here. You're gonna be here for the fourth? No, no, no. Uh, we are heading back uh, on Saturday, so we'll be heading back so I can get everything set up. We're doing the fourth of Jaluau over at the pub. We're roasting a pig, uh, and then from my from where the pub is, it's about a quarter mile to where you can sit and watch all the fireworks downtown. Okay. So well, here what they do is I, you've probably found the two piers: the city pier and the county pier. They do dueling fireworks, and they have uh, dueling fireworks to music, and it is quite a fireworks show that they put on here that starts about 9 o'clock on uh, that's Tuesday great. night. So, yeah, over the water? Yeah, out over the water. Now, one thing that is it was always fun, you know, and Destin in that area over here, and I'm sure it comes this, this far, are the fighter jets. The, mm-hmm. I, mean, they, I haven't seen them over here yet, but I heard them yesterday morning. Well, but, we have Tyndall Air Force Base here, and... Uh, there's uh, several squadrons that are based here at Tyndall. So you'll see uh, the Raptors, and they make a lot of noise, and they're really cool to watch. But, um, yeah, we've got uh, plenty of fighter planes you'll see flying around here, too. It's got your own little air show going on while you're yeah. sitting on the beach. Yep. Not too shabby. All right, let's take another quick break and get another beer. Everybody get something cold to drink. And this is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out at castbranding.com. In the sunlight, moving on on a brand new sudden flight. Then it comes to the girl and the penny, makes me know everything's gonna be alright. A summer breeze makes me feel We are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show, and we're here at Panama Beach, Panama City Beach, Florida, at Navole Brewing Company, talking with Mike Delft, the brewmaster. And so, going through the Scuba IPA, the 98 Roadside Blonde, the Donkey D Amber, the Stolen Orange Wit, all very good beers. I mean, they're just, you guys are making some solid, solid beers. Thank you. And so now we're moving on to the Goza, and which that's a style that I think down here would become very popular. They seem to be really growing in popularity around here. And um, the one you're drinking right now is uh, kind of our first swing at it. So take a sip. Um, and I had never done a Goza before. Did a little research and uh, talked to a friend of mine in the industry who gave me some pointers. He actually came down here and spent a couple days with me while we went through making it. Uh, started right from scratch with it. We made our own uh, souring agent. Um, it's got a little Himalayan sea salt in it. And I don't know if you can taste it in there. It's very pronounced to people who know what it tastes like, but uh, our, our uh, magic bullet in there is bee pollen. Really? So, yeah. Put a little bee pollen little in bee it. Bee pollen in there, just to make it just a little bit different than everybody else's. But um, the pH on it went from 5.5 five to 3.7. We cooked it, fermented it. Bam, all at once we got a goza. Yeah. Kettle soured. Kettle soured. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very nice. No, this is this is a very nice goza. Uh, nice and crisp. Like I said, no lingering. Some of them ha- kind of can get that lingering bread taste to them. And I've had a few of them lately that, that's had that. This one this one doesn't finish. Like, kind of like you were talking about with the scuba earlier. And and some of them have a little uh, almost sulfury aroma to them that this doesn't have also. Not at all. So why the bee pollen? What what made you come up with that plan? Uh, you know, I just wanted something a little different than what everybody else uses. You know, everybody uses fruit or hemp or whatever. I said, oh, let's try some bee pollen, and it worked out just fine. Yeah, this is this is a real nice beer. I think that's probably going to be what the growler goes home with me 
uh, is going to be filled with. So this is your first first kind of dive into the soured beers. That's it, man. My first one. So now that you've made this one and it turned out how you like, I uh, expect a lot more. Yeah, we'll do some more. Yeah, well, it, it's fun. We'll we'll keep one on tap here. It's a it's a nice beer to make and and it's one that, that doesn't really require a whole lot to do and you can turn them pretty fast. Yeah, and uh, you know we we do a special release every month uh, through just the distribution channels here and that's what's going to be our special release for July. So we'll have some of that going out into the marketplace here in a couple weeks. You guys just recently started distributing beer, right? Yeah, back first uh, of November. So we're still real new at it and uh, going very well for us. I was about to ask that, that uh, you know, accounts are probably pretty happy to see another local brewery yeah. you know, being able to and, put some know, good beers out. Kind of our business out. plan is to local, own our local market. So our sales staff and uh, our friends at uh, our local distributors spend a lot of time promoting the local guys, and that's, that's us. So <clears throat> earlier we were talking about some of the laws and stuff like that. I mean, there's – as a brewery or a brew pub, you can't distribute your own beer, right? No. You have to, no matter what, have to go through a distributor. It has to go through a distributor in Florida. Okay, because that's one of the laws that changed a few years back in Texas where, as a brew pub, if you're brewing under 10,000 barrels, you can self-distribute and uh, just some different things and sell beer from the, from the brewery. Yeah, we can sell our beer here in our tap room, but the restaurant across the parking lot we can't sell. Can't it to sell them. too. No, yes, they have to buy it from the distributor. Gotcha, gotcha. Now it's a it's a good little setup you guys have here. Uh, you actually have a lot of room, a whole lot of room, and uh, still, you know, which is good. You have room to grow. Yeah, we have plenty of room to grow back there. Um, I'd actually even like to add a couple of larger tanks. I'd like to put a couple of thirty barrel fermenters right out here in this tap room to help fill the tap room up some. That'd be cool, and then we could just do. You know, they'd be long days, but four batch into that tall fermenter and yeah, help us with some capacity things. So right now, I mean, are you having any capacity issues now that you're putting your beers at all the different places around here? Um, we're holding up okay right now, just doing draft. But when we start going into cans first of next month, we're gonna we're gonna need some more capacity here real soon. Wow! All right, so with the with cans, is the focus gonna be? Just still selling out of the brewery or trying to put it in grocery um, stores? No, actually, Publix is waiting for our product Publix to be waiting. on their shelves. So That's going to change things. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. It's going to make for some long brew days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, but, we're excited about getting into package, but want to make sure we do that right, too. Great. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, well, you know, once you commit to being a brewery or working at a brewery, then it's not so much about... You know, time, how much time it takes to do all this stuff because I mean, there's you got to come with that passion and you got to enjoy what you're doing. You do, but um, you know, it also is a production facility and um, you have to run it as such. So it's it's a lot of brew days and a lot of brew hours, a lot of cleaning hours. But the good thing a is, yeah, you know, we're, we're here. You're like, all right, man, we're done. Let's grab a beer and let's go watch the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting on some white sandy beaches. Yep. Actually, you can walk out to the edge of the parking lot and watch that if you want to. So it's, it's, it's okay. Some of the places that we've eaten at so far, uh, 
yeah, of course, have some really great seafood. But we went to, oh man, I'm maybe you'll know the name of it. It's a sandwich shop that's connected to a gas station. Over, does that ring a Christos? bell? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I went over there and I had, uh, I had one of the best Cuban sandwiches that I've I ever hope had. you had a Donkey D. Amber to go with it while you were over there. I actually did not. Uh, that I. I have a weird thing about eating where I don't really like to drink beer while I eat food. I don't know why, but it's I like to drink beer and then eventually eat a bunch of food, but not really with my food. So I didn't have any Donkey D you know, with with my sandwich, but yeah, very good place. And then there's, there's like I said, a lot of these places is not chain restaurants. No, what you'll find here are mostly privately owned uh, mom and pop restaurants. Some of them are big ones, but... You know they're privately held; they're not chains. Uh, lots of good places to eat here. So, what uh, what beer are you enjoying up there right now? Uh, I'm drinking you... a Goza with you right now. Yeah, that is that's a good choice. Next, I'm gonna have a pale ale. Oh man, yeah, I guess I'll need to get some of that pale ale next. I'll save the Wi-Fi for after we're done with the show because okay. there are some things that I do have to say at the end that there's a few times that I might forget. So <laughs> before we get to that point. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll hold off on the on the Wi-Fi password nine percent double IPA. That's gotta be fun, man. Because uh, especially with the little pilot system and just having all this availability to you, uh, yeah, you only have the one porter on right now. Other than the left hand milk stout, it's on nitro, which is if you're gonna put anything on nitro and have one beer. Left-hand milk stout's always a good one. Yeah, especially since the one that we just ran out of is our Irish stout that we usually have on tap. But uh, it's going to be off for a couple weeks, so we'll sell a little left-hand milk stout in the meantime. Throw a little, throw a little love to yeah, left hand. Yeah, we usually like to have an oatmeal stout on, too, and it's one we do in big batches. And it's really not on the schedule right now, but we'll have it ready to go again by the time it starts cooling off a little bit. I actually use a... Uh, local coffee roaster here. Go in and pick out a nice Guatemalan coffee. Have it fresh roasted. Um, use that and uh, some nice Ecuadorian cocoa nibs to finish up that oatmeal stout. So that's why it's always so popular. So we'll do that one again here pretty soon. Sounds pretty excellent. All right, let's take another break. And when we get back, we'll wrap up the show over here at Naval Brewing Company with brewmaster Mike Dell. We are in Panama City Beach. Having a great time, enjoying this beautiful weather, beautiful beers, and hope everybody is enjoying their wherever they are. Drink of ages. Cider Company in Dickinson, Texas is making some delicious ciders. The Rodeo Star Cider, which is a medium, dry, traditional hard apple cider with a crisp, refreshing finish. 
The Rodeo Star Cherry, which is my favorite, it blends apples and cherries for a distinct fruit character that you need to try. Check them out on Facebook or go visit their tap room down in Dickinson, Texas. Sitting over here at Panama City Beach. I, I'm telling you, and it's, it's it's not that I'd rather be in Pensacola because I think this is my new favorite spot on the Florida Panhandle coast is Panama City Beach. Um, so we're sitting out here over at Naval Brewing Company, hanging out with Brewmaster Mike Dell. Um, it's been good, Mike. It's been fun hanging out with you, buddy. Glad having you. Um, it's it's been it's been a nice little day you know steady people coming in having beers hanging out doing different things playing games and all that good stuff got a really badass place over here thank you we we're, we're glad to be here it's fun to watch people come in and you know i'd have never guessed that the scrabble board would stay so busy but it does <laughs> well the goza goza was really really tasty really tasty i think now it's time to to jump on into the Wi-Fi password, the double IPA, 9%, and that'd be a great way to wrap up the show. Okay. You keep talking, and I'm going to go pour you one, <laughs> and uh, that way we can get this show done before you get finished drinking that beer. How's that sound, That man? sounds like a great idea. All right. Yeah, so we're actually doing the show at the in the tap room on the bar. So as a, there'll be pictures, it'll be on Facebook and all that good stuff, but... I am watching Mike pour the beer, and here we are. So Wi-Fi this Wi-Fi password, our double IPA, uh, comes in right at nine percent, 117 IBUs. Enjoy. Smells fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. How how did how does, well did the big beer sell here in comparison um, to the, you know, the they, lower they're ABVs? They're actually really consistent. Um, the two big beers that we try to keep on here are the Belgian Strong and the Double IPA. Um, they're steady. Yeah, you know, they're not like not like the five to six percent gravity beers, but they're steady. They sell all the time. That's one of those that, that like in, in my pub, over Drink of Ages pub, we sell more higher abv beers than we do lower abv beers but i think it's just the area that we're in and just different here sitting on the beach and panama city beach (laughs) uh yeah good lighter beer to hang out with during the day the belgian strong i do want to get a little sample of that before we leave but uh we can do that after the show's done you also have the big top circus city ipa uh so what's what hops are you using now 6.8 percent that actually is not our beer uh, we That's ran right. we ran yeah. out of Scuba IPA in here a couple of weeks ago because it 
so so daggum popular here in our tap room. We really do sell a lot of it. Um, but we ran out and didn't want to be without an IPA, so we brought in from one from one of our fellow Florida breweries, so we'd have an IPA on tap. And as soon as I said that, I went, "Oh wait, that's another. That's it's Big Top." Yeah, <laughs> but it would be a good name for a beer here. It would fit right in with the Donkey D and some Scuba IPA, <laughs> so. or a '98 Roadside Blonde, man. Some '98 Roadside Blonde. <clears throat> now it's been it's been a fun little trip out here in Panama City. It's really not that far of a drive from Houston, and it's just some of the most beautiful beaches that you'll find in the world. And it's great to be able to stop by the local breweries and have some of their beers. And if, if you have some time while you're here, I've given you some names of some other places. You should go and visit them. Um, you know, we all know each other. Uh, we're all kind of in this, this uh, craft beer business together. We help each other out. Um, so... I encourage you, if you have some time while you're here, stop in and see some of the other guys at the other places I told you about. Well, one of the things like, like Houston, I wish Houston was a gigantic city, you know, 300-some-odd million people, but the, the industry, the, the craft beer industry, is actually really small. So I would imagine here in Pensacola, it's – there I go again, man. I'm, I'm going to have to just, just redo this whole That's show. Right. I know those guys over there, too. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> props, <laughs> but – and Panama City, it's got to be even smaller. I mean, the, the, you guys really know each other, yeah. and 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 just to make a to make the scene here and make it and build it up as much as it can be, you guys definitely have to work together. And that's what's happening here. In fact, uh, down the road at uh, Idle Hounds, uh, you know, we know all the guys down at Idle Hounds real well. They've been actually been a big help to us as we've been getting going. Uh, we both happen to use the same distributor, so we actually have a a collaboration in the works we haven't brewed it yet but uh we're talking about what we're going to do where we're going to do it how we're going to do it so that'll be coming here before too much longer just another reason to come out yeah, yeah. just take the quick trip down i-10 but no i appreciate you letting me come hang out sit at the bar for the last few hours and uh drink your beers <laughs> And it, it uh, sounds like you've enjoyed them. So. I have definitely enjoyed them. This double IPA is pretty fantastic. I think it's a great way to wrap up the show because I think after this one, the show would really go downhill. Could start so, stumbling. Yeah. So at <laughs> this point, I think it's time for you know the wife. She should be back from the beach here in just a little bit. Uh, you may have to go find them. Those, those kids will be down there having too much fun, man. I hope so. I definitely hope so. Um, Naval Brewing Company in Panama City Beach, Florida. Uh, if any, if you're ever in the area, look them up. Stop in, or just plan on making a trip down here. I mean, it's a great vacation spot, and then stop in the brewery and hang out. I mean, the tap rooms open seven we'll, days a week. Yeah, we're open seven days a week. We open every day at two o'clock. You can go find our Facebook page at Naval Brewing, or our website at NavalBrewing.com. Um, keep you up to date on what we have on tap our hours uh we appreciate your feedback if you've been in to visit us um just come in and see us enjoy some beers hang out play some games uh we're dog friendly if you got your pups with you and you want to bring them in that's fine um we don't do food here but you're more than welcome to bring food in with you so you know just come on in have a good time chill out that's exactly what i've done i just had a really good time i chilled out and now, unfortunately, though, we got to wrap up this show. 
But again, Mike, thanks for thanks for everything. Thanks for being a gracious host. Uh, Navol Brewing Company. Look them up. Loving life, loving beer. That's it. You got it. And yeah, just looking forward to the next time we come out and spend some more time over here. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, listening to Drink of Ages Radio. You can listen to all the old shows sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. By going to, you can find it on iTunes, you go to drinkofages.com, listen to it there. Everybody be safe, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>